KYW Original Podcasts. The Coronavirus Pandemic, from KYW In-Depth. I'm Tom Rickert. We know schools are closed in Montgomery County, but they're still open in Philadelphia, at least mostly, we think, and at least for now. It's Friday morning, March 13th, as we're recording this. Mike DiNardo is with me in the studio. Mike covers education and schools, amid other things, for KYW News Radio. Mike, thanks for taking the time. Happy to be here, Tom. Two things I'd like to ask you about. One of them is a story you're working on for the radio about Philly teachers saying the school district isn't giving them the right kind of hand sanitizer. We'll get to that in a second. The first is a more general, what do we know about Philly schools right now? I know Superintendent William Height spoke yesterday. And to show you how quickly this story is evolving, hours after Superintendent Height said that all Philadelphia schools would be open uh, during the coronavirus response, uh, late last night uh, came word that 63 Philadelphia schools, that's about a third of, of the schools in the district, would be closed because many of their employees are coming from Montgomery County. They live in Montgomery County, and of course, Governor Wolf said we shouldn't have uh, at, uh, not, we, we shouldn't have people traveling when they don't need to be. Um, so 11% of the district's workforce uh, was under this uh, uh, travel ban, if you would. Wow. Uh, and they, uh, they couldn't make it into work. So the district uh, last night announced that 63 schools would be closed um, to, uh, and until further notice. Now, yesterday before that, uh, Height and the city health department said schools would be open up for the basic reason that schools are places where children can get meals, can get shelter, where, they, where they're safe. Um, and having parents at home uh, with those children, if schools were closed, that would even further disrupt the workforce. So early on, all 216 Philadelphia schools were expected to be open because of the coronavirus. But now we have 63 of them that are closed. Right. There are so many things that go into making a decision like that. Oh, oh sure. Like, you, not only do you, you think about the, uh, the health and well-being of the children, for many of them, these are the only meals they get is when they eat their breakfast or lunch uh, at school. Um, they're in a safe building with adults who, who care about them. Um, so that's something to think about. And, and again, the workforce ramifications. If a parent has to stay home because their child doesn't have school, then that parent isn't going to work and you have disruptions in, in the workforce. That, that parent is not necessarily able to do their work and it snowballs from there. So 63 schools closed today out of how many? 216 Philadelphia schools. And do we, you know, Montgomery County's restrictions are going to be in place for at least two weeks. So do we expect that those 63 schools are going to stay closed? Yeah, un until further notice, until we hear more direction from the, the school district. And it could it could come at any time, the way that this story has been rapidly evolving. I don't know if you want to speculate wildly, but do you expect these 63 schools to be the only ones that are closed during this outbreak? Or is this going to continue? Uh, I, I will speculate. I don't think these are the last schools that we will see uh, closing. You have um, the personnel issues uh, at, at various schools, and this is going to snowball. I mean, if you have uh, other counties, other uh, other jurisdictions, just just people in general who uh, maybe decide to self quarantine and keep 
keep to themselves, that's going to cause workforce issues where you may not have enough teachers and a principal may decide to close their school. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw uh, more of them as, as we go on. You talked about how for some children from lower income families, this is the only great good meal that they'll, they'll get in a day. Is there any kind of contingency planning uh, to, you know, let's, let's say kids are out of school for two weeks. That's a lot of missed meals. During some of the asbestos closures, uh, there were uh, meals being offered, grab-and-go meals being offered to uh, to students. Uh, in this case, I'm not sure that that's going to happen. Can we follow up with you if you find anything else out about that? Certainly, sure. All right. You know where to find me. Yes, I do. <laughs> Just across the newsroom. <laughs> All right, Mike, second thing I want to talk to you about. Teachers in, in Philadelphia, Philadelphia school teachers are asking a very interesting and, and very important question about their hand sanitizer. What's that all about? The school district uh, uh, bought uh, a supply of uh, fresh new hand sanitizer to go into Philadelphia schools. Sounds like a good idea, but the teachers union, the Philadelphia Federation of Teachers, uh, is raising an eyebrow because the CDC recommends using alcohol-based hand sanitizers to most effectively stop the spread of uh, coronavirus. In this case, the product that the district bought is not alcohol-based. It is uh, a product called Foamy IQ Lemon Blossom. That's the full name. And the active ingredient in that product is something called benzoconium chloride. That's the active ingredient. It's not alcohol. So the union uh, went to the district and said, we want assurances that this is uh, as effective as alcohol because the CDC says it isn't. And you're going to ask, well, what did the di- district say? And the district <laughs> says this <laughs> this stuff, uh, it, it is as effective. And the district says that they stopped using alcohol-based hand sanitizers several years ago for two reasons. One, that it was it could be flammable. And two, that children could possibly ingest it. Um, so those are the reasons that the district says it stopped using the alcohol-based hand sanitizer years ago. Okay, so so the Philadelphia teachers say the CDC says this is not as effective or has not made a ruling on this new hand sanitizer? That they're saying that this isn't alcohol-based. They're not necessarily criticizing the choice of foamy IQ lemon blossom. They wanted some uh, documentations, some uh, assurances from the school district that this product was equally safe. Um, And the district said it was equally safe, but didn't provide any documentation or proof to us. And as far as we know, not to the uh, Federation either. I don't want to be redundant, but do we know for a fact that this is equally adept at killing coronavirus as alcohol-based hand sanitizers, or do we just know that that is what the school district says and we don't, we don't know what their reasoning? Right. We, we do know that that's what the school district says. Uh, we do know that, know that the CDC recommends an alcohol-based hand sanitizer. Um, we don't have any documentation from the district, from a scientific study, even from the manufacturer that says, this is as effective as a an alcohol-based hand sanitizer. Do we anticipate getting any kind of documentation? Maybe, uh, but 
probably not the way this uh, story is moving so quickly. Sure. To be honest. Uh, and was the school district's response satisfactory for the teachers? Uh, no, they are still uh, unconvinced that the the product is the most effective thing that could be in schools. Uh, they're they're certainly glad to have uh, some hand sanitizing product in schools, um, but they say that the district could be doing better here. Gotcha. Mike Donato, thank you for your time. Thanks for coming to the studio with me and talking about this. Always a pleasure, Tom. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. I'm Tom Rickert, and we'll be back with another episode soon. 